If you have any questions about the book, or you want me to read something, or you want a shout out, or if you just want to contact me, you can email me at moonthenightwing12 at gmail.com. The email will be in the description. Now back to the book. Hello, and welcome back to my podcast. Today I'll be reading Chapter 8 of Wings of Fire, The Lost Air. <clears throat> an enemy. An enemy. An enemy. It took Tsunami a few moments to realize that Rip had, what Riptide had actually said. Her skin prickled, hearing an enemy. Uh, an enemy. Until it sank it that he'd been saying a name. An enemy. Tsunami's sister. Another heir to the throne. So much for being special, so much for her guaranteed future kingdom. Uh-oh, Glory said, echoing her thoughts. Looks like you've got some competition. Maybe you're not destined to be a queen after all. Tsunami whirled towards Starflight, her girls flaring. You said I was the only one, she cried. You said none of the others survived. That's what I read, he protested. He spread his black claws. Blame the talons apiece, not me. Our scrolls were often old and outdated. The royal lineage of the sea wings, from scorching to the present, must have been written before this one hatched. He nodded at the little dragon flapping behind the queen. An enemy was pale, pale blue, almost white, like an ice wing, with hints of pink along her wings and ears <clears throat> and horns. She looked a bit, a little bit like the dolphins I'd seen earlier, and Tsunami wondered grumpily if that's the... Is if that was really why Queen Coral had forbidden so wouldn't see one, in case one of them ate an enemy by mistake. An enemy eyes were large and blue, and tiny strands of pearl were woven around her neck and tail as if to match her, match her mother's. That could have been me, Tsunami thought. I could have been the one with the matching pearls and a matching throne and a mother who loved me. The talents hadn't stolen me from my home. She didn't have a choice to notice anything else, because suddenly Queen Coral was lent was landing and running toward her. My baby, Coral cried. Enormous blue wings whooshed around Tsunami, enveloping her in a hug that smelled of sea air and starfish. Pearls, pearls pressed into Tsunami's face as Coral cuddled her close. Her wet scales were warm, and her talons were judged while she stroked Tsunami's head and back and wings. I knew you'd come back to me, she said. I knew you were out there trying to find your way back. I never stopped searching for you. It was exactly what Tsunami always wanted to hear. Actually, it was word from word from what the queen said in The Missing Princess. But Tsunami shoved that thought aside. She leaned into her mother, feeling elation flood from her horns to claws. Someone does want me. I have a place in the world. Mother, wailed a tiny voice from behind her. Ow, that was too fast. I think my claws, I think I heard my claws. Queen Coral let go of Tsunami, whirled around, and tugged an enemy closer with the harness cord. The little dragonette crept under her wing and held out her front talons with a pitiful expression. I'm sorry, sweetheart, Coral said, carefully examining an enemy's claws and then giving them a quick lick with her forked tongue. Is that better? I guess, an enemy said, flexing her talons mournfully. Look, darling, it's your sister, the one I told you about who was stolen six years ago. Coral reached out and slid one webbed talon over Tsunami's snout. Isn't she gorgeous? And then we blinked at Tsunami. She was really tiny, no taller than a scavenger, and she didn't look very strong. Maybe I don't have to worry about her, Tsunami thought. Maybe she'd be easily to, de- to 
be easy to defeat, and obviously I'd make a better queen. She felt a stab of guilt for thinking about something like that on her first meeting with her real family. She held out one of her front talons to an enemy, and after a small ta- after a small pause, an enemy pressed her own talon against it. Hi, Tsunami said. I'm Tsunami. Ah, Queen Coral said. A good name. Webs did one thing right. Her green eyes zeroed. Where is he now? I have been planning his punishment for years. She glared over Tsunami's shoulder, but when Tsunami looked around, the other dragon that was there was riptide. He had his head ducked and his wing folded as low as he could get. I knew he was a coward and a deserter, Coral said, but after he returned to steal my egg, well, let's just say it won't be a quick death. Oh no, Sunny squeaked. Please don't hurt him. He was the one who was the only one who was really nice to us. We don't know where he is anyway, Tsunami said as Queen Coral turned to stare at Sunny. He escaped one. What are you? Coral said, asked Sunny. Her gaze fell on the other dragonets. Her tail lashed dangerously. Why is there a mudwing in my summer palace? She took a step toward Clay Gills flaring. These are my friends, Tsunami cried, leaping in front of Clay. You can trust them, I promise. We're all stolen from our eggs, our homes as eggs. We're the dragonettes of destiny, from the prophecy. Huh, muttered a voice. And Tsunami realized that Shark was now perched on the rim of the ledge, along, the nine, along with nine other very large dragons. Oh, Queen Coral said slowly. Oh, I see. She studied Clay suspiciously, then turned her gaze to Star, Starflight, Sunny, and Glory. Yes, that was a rumor. If you believe in things like prophecies, of course. Dragonette's a destiny. Well, Queen Buster will be so interested to meet you. We better make sure you don't go anywhere. She flashed the royal patterners, pattern, patterns along her wing and clapped her front talons together. Seven, seven burly sea wings rose up behind the dragonettes, claws twitching ominously. Put these four in Blister's cave, Queen Coral commanded, and set a guard so they stay there. What? Sunny cried. But we came here to be safe, not to be prisoners again. She squeaked in terror as one guard snatched her into the air. Starflight stared after her, frozen in place with his claws half outstretched. Nobody touches me, Glory snarled as the sea wing who was reaching for her. Black clouds billowed out in her scales. Don't hurt, Sun. Ow! Clay yelped as three sea wings landed on him at once, pinning him down. Ouch! Ow! One began lashing woven seaweed ropes around his wings and claws and stats. Wait, Tsunami said. She clapped her talons repeatedly. Your Majesty, uh, Mother! The word fell odd on her tongue, even though she imagined it saying it a million times. You don't have to do this. They're my friends, and I brought them here so you could protect us. I swear they're trustworthy. It's for their own safety, too, dear, Clay Coral said, stroking Tsunami's head. We won't hurt them, of course. You've come to the right place for protection. But they shouldn't wander the palace unsupervised. Most of my dragons will attack mudwings and unfamiliar sandwings on sight. Or whatever that is, Sharks muttered, sniffing at Sunny. Starfight shot him in a glare, then looked away quickly as the sea wing turned his gaze to him. I guess that means no feast, Clay said mournfully. He rested his snout on the stone with a sigh. Food can certainly be arranged, said the queen. Lagoon, make sure our guests are well fed. 
A plump turquoise dragon bowed and dove off the ledge. See, darling, we'll take good of your of all of you. Please tell that one to stop looking so fierce. Coral flicked a claw at Glory, who was still facing off a nervous-looking sea wing guard. Tsunami thought uncomfortably of Glory's secret weapon. In the sky wings pass, they discovered Glory could spit a deadly venom, which seemed to be a rain wing skill most dragons didn't know about. It certainly hadn't been in any of the scrolls, which rarely mention rain wings at all. But Tsunami hoped Glory would decide to keep her venomous secret for now. Melting one of the Queen's guard probably wasn't the best way to introduce the Dragonettes of Destiny to the Sea Wings. You, you don't have to tie them up, Tsunami said. They'll go with you. Speak for yourself, Glory growled. Calm down, Glory, Tsunami said. She hoped her mother and the other dragons would see her as the leader of the Dragonettes. You heard the Queen. It's for your own safety. You'll be fine. Please don't argue with me in front of my mother, Tsunami prayed. Glory glared at the sea wing guard for a moment longer. All right, she snarled. I'll go with you, but I still say nobody touches me. Fair enough, Queen Coral purled, purred with another gesture at, and the flash of her stripes. Off you all go then. Tsunami, darling, come sit with me and let's talk. She swept over to her throne, towing an enemy behind her. The tiny dragonette settled on the small throne, flicking her pearly wings and watching Tsunami, Tsunami's friend with big eyes. It, it'll be all right, Tsunami said to Clay as the car, guards hefted him into the air. I'll come and join you very soon. He nodded, still looking rather anxious. Another guard tentatively tried to shoo Starfight off the edge. <laughs> the Nightwing backed away from him unhappily, then turned and flew after the guard who had Sunny. Tsunami watched her friend spiral down to the cave by the entrance, brown, gold, black, and silver. All of them so out of place here. She saw them vanish into a dark hole, and then the guards emerged and planted themselves outside. It didn't look like the way you'd treat guests. At least it's better than the Sky Wing Palace, she thought. At least we're not being forced to fight to death. My mother's keeping us safe. She's really being welcoming in her own way. She glanced at her mother's warm eyes, especially to me. Her mother reached out her talons to her, smiling. She was perfect, just what Tsunami had imagined. Her friends would be all right, Tsunami was sure. They were in the Seaving Palace now. She was home with her mother, with her family. This was her lifelong dream. There's nothing to worry about, she told herself. Nothing at all.